Welcome to the Empowered Place podcast, a place where mental health meets spirituality. Here, we leave shame at the door and destigmatize the pain and the power of living a spiritually led life. This podcast is an invitation to come out of the broom closet and help you feel safe with other wise witches and wizards walking the same path every day to create magic on earth. Understand this, life isn't meant to be understood by others. Life is meant for you to understand yourself. Let's get into it. Hello, beautiful being. Welcome to this episode of the Empowered Place podcast. And if you're new here, I would love to welcome you. I think if you are new and this is your first time listening, you have picked such an awesome and magical episode to um, introduce you to this podcast. So thank you for being here. My name is Tracy Sabo. I am a life coach, a breathwork facilitator, a speaker, and I am here to shed some light on the magical workings of the human experience. This podcast is where mental health meets spirituality. And this has been such a beautiful um, recent kind of, kind of um, combination that I've created between the two worlds of mental health and spirituality and have combined it into two into this podcast and so I'm so excited to continue with this mis- this mission and this message of sharing my story with mental health and spirituality also giving some tips and tools to help you on your journey as well as well as bringing on guests who talk about their mental health journeys and what spiritual tools practices times of life that of helped them and empowered them into into a beautiful um, mental health journey that they have today. So today is a really exciting episode for me to record. I've been giddy about recording this all day and also because it is a topic that I have, it's just been swirling around in my brain and in my energy for like m- months now. And I've been like sharing it with friends and like colleagues and other people and kind of getting their their take on on the whole phenomenon. And I really, really want to share this here on the podcast. So we are going to be talking about Harry Potter today. So if you are here listening, I trust that you are a fan of some sort. Maybe, maybe not, but maybe you also... If you're not even a fan, maybe you can agree on some of these um, some of these ideas that I shed light on. But I'm so excited to share this because Harry Potter has been such a huge part of actually like my spiritual journey, like in since I've been conscious to it, but also in my childhood. I mean, me like I'm sure many other people who are listening to this. I grew up with Harry Potter. And I, I spent, you know, from the ages of eight years old to 18, just, just so excited and looking forward for those movies to come out. 
like the whole world of Harry Potter truly made my childhood so magical. And as an adult, I'm now able to feel that magic still, but also also feel it from a whole new perspective. And actually I see the story of Harry Potter so much more clearly now than I did when I was a kid because of the actual life experiences that I've been in up until this point, especially in my young adult life. So yes, we are going to be delving into the wonderful magical world of Harry Potter. So strap in. So I titled this episode, Why Do Spiritual People Love Harry Potter So Much? Have you ever noticed this in your own life? Have you ever noticed that people who are really into personal development, spirituality, you know, um, that just being in connection in community and connecting through um, heart-minded people that somehow some way or another here and then like here and then every now and then um the topic of harry potter comes up and somehow someone will relate it to spirituality i don't know about you but i have found this quite a lot in my journey and it is so intriguing to me and i've actually gotten to learn a little bit more on why this might be so let's start by acknowledging the obvious, okay? <laughs> Harry Potter is a worldwide phenomenon. It probably has like right next to Star Wars, one of the biggest fan bases in um, like movie history, really. And those movies, Harry Potter, they have captivated. And it's just so crazy now because I makes me feel like so much older because like I said, I grew up with the movies and now seeing like different generations really loving these movies now. And I'm like, oh my God, I was your age like tw like 20, 22 years ago. That's so weird and crazy. And like people are just now discovering Harry Potter. But it's so wonderful to see that this fan base is not dying out anytime soon. It probably never will. And specifically for, and we'll get to, you know, the, the spiritual side of all this and why it is such a draw to the spiritual community. But, you know, it has just, it just captivated generations with tales of wizards and witches and, and magical creatures and like all this fun stuff, this, this playfulness that, and wonder that we get to, that we all get to feel as kids, right? And like I said, throughout time, throughout my life, I've realized that there's a deeper layer that draws spiritually inclined people to the story of Harry Potter. At its core, Harry Potter is a story of love, friendship, and self-discovery. And you know, we, we have that timeless battle of like, quote unquote, good and evil, which resonate, it resonates deeply with spiritual values. Um, so one of the first things that spiritual people I've found love about Harry Potter, as do myself, <laughs> is 
the concept of unity and interconnectedness. The magical world that JK Rowling created is a rich tapestry of various magical creatures, like I said, um, races, they all coexist in a complex, interconnected, like, ecosystem, so to speak. And spiritual individuals often appreciate this portrayal of a world where diverse beings collaborate and they celebrate their differences rather than fearing them and reminding us of the interconnectedness of light uh of of life sorry oh well, i guess you could say of light too <laughs> that makes sense but it's it's a place where like everyone is accepted and everyone gets to learn and everyone gets to grow and evolve into their magical capabilities we're gonna get into that a little bit more so another another key element that i think really draws spiritually inclined people is the power of love and this is a really big theme in the harry potter stories the central theme in the series revolves around the love of harry's mother right lily um which who, who who saved him from the dark lord the one who um shall not be named Voldemort and the concept of love as a powerful force something that we can protect and even conquer the darkest of magic resonates deeply with spiritual teachings that emphasize the transformative power of love and, com and compassion and most people who are on a spiritually led journey that's the goal that's the mission to shed and purge and release all the heavy layers of darkness that we might have experienced in our lives and let that go so that we can come back into our true nature of love. And self-compassion is really important here too. You kind of can't have one without the other, right? And I think spiritual spiritual people are so drawn to this because that's that's the goal. Like the the world of fear and worry and war is it's outdated and it doesn't work anymore sometimes we question if it ever did it worked to keep us in to survive to a certain extent but spiritual people we are now ready for the new world a world that leads by the heart that leads with love and compassion and understanding and um, yeah, those are just really, really beautiful major themes in Harry Potter. Then there's the theme of destiny and purpose. So many spiritual seekers are drawn to the idea that each of us, we have a unique purpose in life and that our choices matter. And so your purpose, like for example, this is something I think about all the time. If you know, in the books and in the movies that 
there's this uh, there's this phrase that is that comes up in Harry Potter, where you know Harry realizes like he's the chosen one. He's ultimately the chosen one. Now that means what it means for him, and I think we all know what it is, right? Facing the darkness in order to bring forward the light. And that's how a lot of spiritual people feel. Like, we all very much feel like we are, quote-unquote, the chosen one in our modern-day lives, especially when we're on a path of healing. Because in, you know, in Harry's journey, we see how he discovers his destiny. He faces countless challenges, right? (laughs) And he ultimately chooses to walk the path of love and courage. And I really do believe that this is the path of the spiritual seeker. We are walking the path of love. It, it, It takes an immense amount of courage to just finally be the one to take a stand and start to break generational trauma. Start that work of generational healing where we don't operate from scarcity and lack anymore and we don't operate from worrying and fighting like we can actually operate from a power of love and and that comes from being quote-unquote the chosen one right it's I believe personally that your soul your soul chooses the life you have your soul chooses the human experience that you come into and If you are a spiritual seeker, if you are someone who wants to make a big impact in the world and really help help the planet heal um, on an emotional level and therefore ripple out into all other aspects of life, then you're the chosen one. You are the one that is is causing this breakage of fear and we're all linking up together to create a a a a ripple effect of love and that is that is what a lot of spiritual people's highest purpose is no matter what that looks like for me it's my immense um passion and power in breath work and me truly seeing and believing and feeling that breath work is the ultimate form of healing when it comes to coming back into love compassion and empowerment within yourself other people it might be you know um it might be uh, yoga it might be um other sort of healing modalities like tarot cards or it might be um maybe you start to come into your psychic abilities and you're extra sensitive and you're able to see another person in their sensitivity uh, sorry in their sensitivities and that creates safety for them and that just that just creates a whole ripple effect out into the entire planet and maybe your mission your purpose is to cr- create safety for other people so yes i absolutely believe that i am one of the chosen ones I am here to make a big impact of healing on the planet because I know that the little, the choices I make and the action, the little actions I do every single day, they, they form and blossom and bloom into bigger changes, into the bigger picture. And that's really why we're all here, right? 
for the bigger picture of um of healing and yeah so you know with with harry potter it's it's a reminder it's a reminder that we all have the power to shape our own destinies and make choices that align with our higher purpose i think too that the magical world itself is a beautiful representation of the unseen right the the mystical realms that many spiritual traditions explore the idea of hidden parallel universes secret passages and the ethereal beauty i think we can all agree on that is hogwarts school of witchcraft and wizardry these elements all evoke the sense of um, enchantment and mystery often associated with spiritual experiences and dimensions beyond the physical and you know kind of going back to the idea of being the chosen one this is about the journey of self-discovery this is the journey about the self-discovery that harry and his friends go on they face their own inner demons their insecurities and their fears and through all of that ultimately discover their true potential in other words their magic and this mirrors the spiritual path of self-realization where one seeks to understand and confront their own limitations and ultimately find their inner power and divinity and i know this all sounds so beautiful and light and um maybe even like appealing and yeah it is like right like we all want to we all want to feel our inner peace and our own inner power right we want to feel strong we want to feel like we have a sense of autonomy in our lives and the thing is is that we do have that we have that when we're kids we have that when we're children and unfortunately the society that we have been living in has brought us up to believe so much of the opposite these are the inner demons and the insecurities and fears i'm talking about there's so much in life that that purposefully makes us want to fear because honestly i feel like you know like the government and other higher you know people that are quote unquote in charge i guess you can say of society is like they don't want us to they don't want to see us in our power they don't want to see us in our like brightest and best they're like on their end there has to be some conflict and some struggle because i mean we can get into all of the like ugh, propaganda and and capitalism and all that but i really really don't want to for the purpose of this episode i don't feel like we need to go down that rabbit hole but you know in in, in order to feel immense joy we we do have to explore those Im immensely deep dark parts of us because i've mentioned this on another um you know podcast episode before but it's you can look at it as like planting a garden right you you can't just like start planting new seeds and and hope for the best and hope for you know big beautiful flowers to bloom 
without weeding out all the old old ones that have died that have that don't serve the land anymore we we're like that we have to weed weed out all the old stuff in order to plant something new and grow into something really really beautiful and um i think i do feel that harry potter represents a lot of that aspect as well also like it's not just fighting the darkness that is Voldemort. He's not really the only bad guy in in the series. It's also like how Harry grew up and the family he was put into and that dynamic, it was very shameful. There was a lot of shame and hurt that was thrust upon him as such a young child. You know, the first 11 years of his life and it, you know, just kind of makes you look back on your childhood too. And I think, I really do feel like that's why a lot of people also deeply resonate with the story of Harry Potter because no one had a perfect childhood. And there were people in it that were hurtful, right? I don't know about you, but I did. Uh, like a lot of kids got bullied growing up. But the, it's also so common for kids to have very, very um, chaotic, stressful, messy family dynam dynamics that, um, you know, are really hurtful to a young child because children are extra sensitive. And I think, I do feel and believe that that is a big part of the spiritual awakening as well is like, remembering your sensitivities remembering and embracing your sensitivities again as an adult because they they truly they truly do come in when you need them most and they are your superpower they are part of your magic um yeah i i think it's really important to like understand your sensitivities and to be able to find people that can understand that as well. And I think that, you know, Harry definitely finds that at Hogwarts when it is his time. Also, the series emphasizes the importance of mindfulness and intention. So wands in the wizarding world require intent for spells to work. It's a concept that echoes the power of intention and focus in, ver in various spiritual practices, such as meditation, prayer, also breathwork is a big one, like I mentioned. Um, just really any, any spiritual practice that you have, right? It's, it's all about intention. It's all about coming back into the present moment. And I don't know, I just, I think that like wands are a really cool little symbolism of that because when you drop back into the present moment and realize that there's nowhere else to go, there's nowhere else to go there's nowhere else to be you realize that the present moment is the safest place to be and and in that presence that's when the magic happens that's when you can feel your inner magic again when you're present within your body. And 
lastly, I've had so much fun recording this and talking about this. I just want to end on one more note. So the notion that magic can be found in everyday life, in the most mundane of things, is a message that resonates deeply with spiritual people. It reminds us that the extraordinary can be found in within the ordinary, right, day-to-day mundane things, if we have the eyes and the heart to see it. I'm going to say that again. If we have the eye, or let me say it differently, if we have the eyes to see it and the heart to feel it, we can find, create, experience extraordinary things in our ordinary day-to-day life. So this can echo also back to intention and mindfulness practices. When you are present with what is happening and you don't, you don't fight it and you don't push it away, you don't force it anywhere, when you're just present with what is, you are able to start to feel, um, when I say magic within yourself, that's just echoing back to that inner peace, right? That, that grounding, that empowerment. And therefore, when you can feel that within yourself, that's when you actually have the lenses to see magic on the outside, on the physical world. And that's really what we all need more of. That's really what we need more of is it's like magic, love, happiness, like all those beautiful, wonderful things. They they really don't come from outside of you. They start within. They start with your heart. Everything that is beautiful and joyful in life, we, we manifest that from the heart. And it's just really important to remember. And I think that, again, it just shows the beautiful testament to Harry Potter being a theme uh, and a story of love and reminding us that love is, has been, and always will be much louder than fear. Love will always win in the end. Fear can try, fear can think that it's stronger and bigger and better, but ultimately, love is the bigger force. And the love for Harry Potter among spiritual people is rooted in this alignment of its themes, its symbolism, and messages with spiritual principles. The series offers a world where love, unity, self-discovery, and the power of choice reign supreme, making it a source of inspiration and spiritual connections for readers and watchers of all ages. It's such a powerful story, and I just really, really, really want to give, I mean, I know the books are such a huge phenomenon, and I really want to give a huge 
shout out and acknowledgement to the films because they truly were such a huge part of my childhood. It was something that was so magical to see on screen and and hear, you know, hear on screen, hear the characters, hear the music, the way it moves the story along. I mean, it truly was just so, and still is, magical. And I will admit that especially for the last three, two to three years or so, Harry Potter has been a deep comfort within my journey. Um, for my own personal reasons, I listen to Harry Potter podcasts and sometimes I fall asleep to them. I read books from some actors in the, the cast that have written their own autobiographies. Sometimes I fall asleep to the soundtrack of Harry Potter. I mean, it's, it's so much more than a story for me. Harry Potter really is such a reflection of my own life in my own way. And I really feel like that's why so many spiritual people are attracted and drawn to it. And forever will be, <laughs> probably till, you know, the end of our lives, Harry Potter will hold a very, very special place in our hearts. And if you're listening to this episode, maybe this resonates with you. And if so, like, I would really love to hear. Um, please, please write a review of your feelings about what I brought forward today read a review of the podcast and share it. I, it's like, I actually really do wonder how many people will find this episode because like I said, there are a lot of Harry Potter podcasts out there and you know, I'm, this is just part of me stepping more into my magic and more into my inner power so that I can I can be of service. I can be of service to the world in a way that um, actually matters. And so this was so, so much fun for me to record. Funnily enough, this episode is releasing on Halloween. <laughs> I love it. And that wasn't even planned that way. I just love that I ended up releasing a podcast episode all about witches and wizards and Oh, on the day of when 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 all of us come out openly and unapologetically and I really really do hope <clears throat> that you enjoyed this this episode and talking about Harry Potter and its spiritual significance <laughs> And with all this magic that we're talking about, I feel that the vibe and the setting is really appropriate for what I want to share with you. Before we close out, I have a very special announcement. For the last few months, I've been sitting in meditation about my business. Ultimately, my business has been a reflection of what it has looked like to heal past versions of myself and step fully into my utmost empowerment. 
that's what we all want, don't we? We all want to be empowered and own that sovereignty within ourselves. I've really found that within myself in the last three years. And through meditation within only the last couple of months, I have realized there has been two major components to this empowerment. One, I'm sure you might already know what I'm going to say if you've been following for a while. Breathwork. Breathwork is one of the most powerful, holistic healing modalities in the entire world. It has not only helped me heal through years of anxiety, but also contributes to the deep self-love I now feel, as well as my love for life. Our breath is our life force. Without it, we literally have nothing. Using it with intentionality and care, we literally can have everything. The other core component to my work is magic. And this is magic with a CK. I'm not talking about the kind where you pull a rabbit out of a hat. I'm talking about real magic. For the last three years, I have been studying under a mentor I deeply trust. Her name is Mia Magic. I highly recommend you look her up. It's magic with a K, M-A-G-I-K, Mia Magic. And through her incredible leadership, passion, and teachings, I've learned quite a few things. One of them being that the original meaning of the word which, before it was, you know, propagated, twisted, and demonized, actually meant wise. It refers to the one who knows. This is a person who leads with their intuition and creates loving transformation from this place. A witch is also someone who understands that they are divinely interconnected with the nature of the planet. If you really think about it, our blood and tears is like the streams, rivers, and oceans, the element of water. Our body is, and, and our bones, they're like the rocks and stones and the ground we walk on, the element of earth. Our hearts and willpower is the force of fire. And our breath is the wind that keeps things moving. This is the element of air. We as a human species are very much a part of the magic of nature. So remembering this truth, I can now clearly see that my breathwork practices were always a form of magic whether I was conscious to it or not. And healing is essentially remembering our magic and the power, the powerful creation that we are here in not only this world, but this vast universe. We're part of it all. This has always been the undertone of my work I'm just getting louder with it now. <laughs> so 
that is why this week, the day after this episode releases on November 1st, I'm officially announcing and changing my name on Instagram and rebranding my name and business. I am sharing this with you first before that day comes, so the day before. I I understand that not everyone will jive with this new name and that is okay. But if you have been here with me for a long time or up until this point, I trust you feel safe enough to continue this journey with me. So on Wednesday, November 1st, the day after this podcast release, I'm officially changing my brand name to the breathwork witch. (sighs) I am so excited. I'm also scared and I'm giddy (laughs) and I am just bursting with so much joy and clarity. This definitely was not a decision I made with haste. I took my time to really sit with this in meditation, like I said, for the last couple of months to really to really feel if it is in my highest calling and it is there is nothing i want more than other magical human beings to come together and embody their infinite potential this is why i'm being bigger and louder with what i strongly believe in and hope and pray and trust that this can be the permission slip for you to step more powerfully in how you want to express yourself, whether it's in business or in your personal life or both. You have permission. I'm so excited to come back here to you moving forward as the breathwork witch.